You're listening to I Heard It on the 806, a podcast by John Bowers. In this episode, John tells the story of two brothers whose lives were radically transformed after giving their hearts to Jesus. In 1977, I was involved with the ministry of the church in Junction City, Oregon, the church called Christ Center that I founded in 1975. So one day in 1977, I get a call from Red Crab, who was the superintendent of schools in Harrisburg, Oregon, just across the river. I knew Red all my life. Red was a phenomenal coach. He was my baseball coach in summer leagues. He was just a phenomenal guy. Everybody in Harrisburg loved Red. And Red wanted to come over and see me. So as he came to the office, I said, Red, how you doing? It's good to see you. And he says, well, I'm doing great. I've got something for your Christian school. We had a Christian school that had been going for one year. He said, I know that every Christian school needs money, so I've got a way to make you money. And I'm in Amway, and I want to share with you what I'm doing with Amway. And the Lord screamed in my ear and said, tell him to stop. He's not here because of Amway. He's here to get saved. And I said, Red, you didn't come here to sell me Amway. You came here to get saved. So in the name of Jesus, receive him as your Savior. He instantly fell to his knees and started weeping. And he says, oh, God, I'm a sinner. Oh, God, I know I'm here to get saved. He received Jesus as his Savior that day and got off the floor and changed Harrisburg. He first of all went to his wife that night and said, I've got to tell you something. I went over to see Pastor John today, and he prayed the sinner's prayer with me, and I got saved. She said, well, I want to get saved. So Red called me up because he'd also talked to his brother Kenny and his sister-in-law, Shirley, and they said, well, we want to get saved. So long story short, they all got saved. The only person that didn't get saved was the town drunk, the town brawler, Tom Crabb, their brother, little brother. Red tried to minister with him and others tried to minister, but Tom wanted nothing to do with this Jesus stuff, with his church stuff. Red tried to explain to him, it's, it's more than church. I've never seen anything like it. Now, Red would, and the family, the Crabb family was raised in, in a rather Pentecostal church. And the pastor was wild Pentecost. He couldn't dance. He couldn't wear lipstick. Couldn't do any of that stuff. And Red finally had it and said, that's it. So Red left church after, after high school and hadn't been in it since. And now he's a superintendent of schools. And he's got authority. He's got great income. He's got great security for the future, for retirement pay. And he says to me, how can I get my brother saved? And I says, well, just wait upon the Lord. It'll happen. Just wait. So he said, would you do me a favor? Would you, would you see Tom? I said, sure, I'll see Tom. Now, Tom loved me. Tom was a little boy growing up when, when I was playing sports in Harrisburg, and we had a fun relationship. So I went to Tom's house. He wasn't drunk, but he opened the door with a can of beer in his hand. I said, how you doing, Tom? He says, oh, they sent you to get me saved, huh? And I said, yeah, they did, Tom. But more than that, Jesus wants to get you saved. Well, I'll tell you right now, I love my beer more than I love church. I said, well, don't let that keep you from getting saved, Tom. You can come to Christ Center if you want and bring your beer and sit on the front row. But don't let that keep you from getting saved. He asked me politely to leave the house, and I did. 
And that night he got so drunk because he was under conviction. He went over to Red's house, knocked on the door late at night. Red opened the door, noticing that his brother was drunk. And he said, your pastor came to my door, told me not to let beer keep me away from getting saved. So I want to get saved. Red said, then you ask Jesus into your heart. He asked Jesus into his heart that night and instantly was sober, never to drink again to this day. And that was some 30 years ago. Tom, to this day, is the head of the Cowboy Church in Oregon, in Junction City, Oregon. Tom's on the rodeo circuit. Tom's preaching the word of God to the, the rodeo participants. Tom has rodeo camps with youth. It's phenomenal what God's doing in his life. Not only did the Crab family get saved, but so did their children, their nephews, their nieces, and then a host of Harrisburg friends all got saved. So one day I'm in my office thinking to myself, we got to get better credentials at Christ Center in the area of the Christian school. So I went over to Red's office and I said, I got, got to talk to you, Red. And I realized this is really a stretch. I realize you've got a great job here. You've got great retirement. You've got great security. I want, to, I want you to pray about something. That is coming over to Christ Center and be our superintendent. I can't give you a salary that you've got here. I can't give you retirement that you have here. But I believe if you do, God's going to bless. And I believe that the word of God that I have to hang my hat on is Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll make your path straight. I believe there's a pathway for you, Red, that will bless you beyond words. It'll take you where you've never gone before. That'll bless you like you've never been blessed before. And he looked at me and he shook his head and he goes, well, I doubt if my wife would ever accept this. And I thanked him for his meeting and left. The next week, he comes to my office and he said, LaVita is his, his wife. She said, LaVita is all in. I'm all in. I've turned my, my resignation in. I'm coming. Two months later, Red was in off, office at Christ Center. Was my a, a superintendent for all the years that, that we had the school and I pastored there. To this day, as I speak on this podcast, Red still elder on staff at Christ Center. It was Red Crab was my elder that came and asked me to go see Jimmy in the hospital, the baseball player. Red has saved thousands of people all because of his relationship growing up in Harrisburg. Tom has saved thousands of people, two people in one family. One was a town drunk. The other one was a superintendent. Neither one was doing anything for the Lord. And when they accepted Jesus as their Savior, everything changed and salvation started happening. The kingdom of God came upon the earth in the Junction City, Harrisburg area, over Red, over the Crab family. And to this day, people are getting saved because Red has been known as an evangelist that loves all people. What a miracle that happened during that time with Red and the family. Red and I talk frequently today. We talk about the past. We talk about the future. And Red has said over and over again, if I had to do it again, I would do it exactly the same because I've gone in all the world 
I've spent money that I couldn't believe I've ever spent on outreaches. I can't believe how much I've given away in tithes and offerings. I'm so happy. It scares me to think that I would have missed all of this. Oh, it was worth it, John. I'd do it again. Oh, I'm so thankful that God calls people and we can't be afraid of their structure. We can't be afraid of their position. We can't be afraid of how important the world may think they are. They're all babes and they all need Jesus. The Crab family is a perfect example. Perfect example about how two brothers changed a community. You've been listening to the I Heard It on the 806 podcast with John Bowers. Make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing wherever you listen. To learn more about John Bowers, this podcast, and to find out how you can get a copy of his new book, I Heard It on the 806, go to IHeardItOnThe806.com. This has been an Avenue 153 production.